Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Hey guys. Happy Hello. Monday. It, okay. This is a Monday. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Thursday when uh, you guys will be hearing this. Yeah. But, uh, hope uh, everyone's having a great week. And we're blessed and excited just to be here doing another episode. Yes. Of never TMI. So yes. today, th- oh, go ahead. No, you got it. Today we thought we would do a um, like a Q and A style thing. I just put out a question box on my Instagram and asked you guys to send in any questions, nothing off limits. And so we literally have not prepped or planned any of these answers. We're just gonna read them and answer them. And yes. I'm excited. There's some good ones. I've got some good. Uh, question askers so yeah we're going straight from the hip here today so yeah and they're all pretty in in different topics and all that kind of stuff so actually we should i was thinking we should maybe do this like kind of consistently not uh not so often but you know maybe every once every couple months at least just to and maybe we should give people more time to if they have yeah. specific questions and I'm, I know we didn't do a good job of that well yeah time. I take off I, I take off Instagram either like Saturday or Sunday and so yesterday I took yeah. it off and but yeah know, just, you know prepping for it allowing you guys if you guys have specific questions you would want to ask us or mm-hmm. about topics or anything like you know Jackie's Instagram alright that's where it was <laughs> yes is a, a great place to where we can get your input and field some of those questions or thoughts. So, mm-hmm. all right, all right, let's get started. Let's do this. Okay. Question number one Do you ever get nervous about sharing too much of your personal life? You want me to go first? Sure. That yeah. is a good question. I love that question. Mm-hmm. I think my answer is. I am more nervous about the unknowns <laughs> of these questions than I am about sharing the realness of my life. That's funny. But I feel like they go hand in hand. Why would they you do, be afraid? And that's that's kind of well. It's just like if someone was to ask me literally anything, there's probably Things I think that, my yeah. first response would be yes. I am a little scared mm-hmm. to like field any question but then after i get past that initial thought the answer is absolutely not because i don't and and the ultimate reason is because i don't have anything to hide Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that there might not be judgment that comes with it yeah or that you know other people might disagree with my viewpoint or something that Uh i've done or you know i might come off as just a real jerk (laughs) or many other words but you know that's just I feel like I've learned to embrace who I am today Mm. and that's something that's been pretty recent honestly I would say in the last couple years it's really something I've had to work on and just um Mm -hmm. accepting who I am today and knowing that I'm not perfect but I am in the you know I'm in a in the direction I'm in the process of going somewhere that I want to go with my life and in life. And that is reassuring to me. And so 
I feel like it's also helped you to quit judging yourself so hard and then others as well. Like your overall Absolutely. grace for yourself and for others' yeah. actions and just knowing you're going to fail and then also knowing others are going to fail. Like mm-hmm. it just makes it a little more like human level. And yeah, you. I feel like you've come yeah. a long way. I'll never forget. Do you remember <laughs> when you were, we were in California, we were in the Walmart parking lot and you literally like, like crashed the car kind of. Do you remember that? I vaguely, did I go, what did I do, run over the median? No, it was literally like this pole, and you just like kind of hit it. Oh, I did. And I will never forget how you responded, because I was just like, it's okay, it was an accident. But he was like, he didn't go crazy or anything. He was just like so mad. mad, so down, so low. And I was like, I don't ever see you recovering from this. And then here I am like, I've gotten like nine car accidents in my life and I give myself all the grace in the world. So yeah, you've come a long way since then. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was one other point I had though. But Sorry I, if I ruined it. Can you read the question again? And I want to hear your answer. Okay. Reiterate. It is. The question is, do you ever regret or ever get nervous about sharing too much of your personal life? I would say yes. Sometimes like, I wish I could say no, but there's definitely, um, I think the biggest fear for me is being misunderstood. That's really Mm -hmm. hard. Um, where like, I feel like I can talk so much or like really over explain something because I'm, I really don't want to come across a certain way or like, I don't want to miss anything in there like I don't want one person to be like oh no I knew it so I think that's hard and I was actually talking with my sisters on my little birthday trip we went to 38 and it was really fun I just went with my sisters but um I was saying like I really try to stay away from like controversial topics for multiple reasons on Mm -hmm. social media but I think and and I don't know maybe that will change um because part of that was just like fear And I don't want to be like a coward and not share my real opinions on things. But I have found that in some ways, like it is impossible to just quickly give a snippet on like your thoughts or feelings towards something. Or there's definitely been things that I don't feel comfortable sharing or I get nervous about sharing because I know I'm not 100% educated on it or I might not be right. Like I have a very humble mindset in my opinion on things like I I am not someone that is just like super opinionated and I'm very firm in my opinions. Like I'm very willing to learn and my mind has changed on a lot of things in the past like five years. So I think sometimes, yes, I can get nervous just cause I'm like, I don't want to offend somebody. I don't want to come across the wrong way. Um, I think TikTok has kind of, you know, <laughs> TikTok is brutal but it's also helped me because it's like okay you literally don't know me and on one hand I'm like oh my gosh I look so dumb or whatever but like at the end of the day I'm like okay okay like that's fine so yes I would say but it doesn't stop me I'll right, say that right so yeah and actually as I'm thinking back as I'm thinking back to some of the episodes that we've done I definitely have been nervous. Like, oh yeah, the first one where we shared our story. Like, yeah, not having really told a ton of people about that, like putting that out there, 
Yeah, you're like thinking of who's going to listen. Yeah, and just like at the beginning of it, I feel like that one was one, even last week, the one we did on uh, pornography, that was... Yeah. Because, you know, that's more of a controversial topic. and Yeah, you don't want to There's some topics that you, I feel like... In-laws, or no, our boundaries, that could be one. That was one that I was a little nervous on, because I'm like, I don't want people to think that I'm, like, psychotic and... (laughs) Like, it's just not that way, but, like, I've had a lot of people think that. Yeah. I feel like, though, that is when I know it's a good episode, or that's when I know it's, (laughs) like, we are living up to the name of Never TMI when I do have that, just that little, oh, in my spirit of, like, spicy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, anyway, next question. Yes, that was a good one. At what point do you think it's okay to separate from your partner that you share a child with? Mm. That is a deep question. It's a good one. I would personally say I can only I can only speak for myself too. So like I don't think this is across the board. I'm sure there's a multitude of reasons why somebody might, but for me when it feels like justifiable is um and I don't even know. Like, I we've talked about this. Like, I've said, like, if you cheat on me, I'm gone. But, like, I also know a lot of couples who have very beautiful, successful, thriving marriages where there has been infidelity. So I can't even confidently say. I mean, I, I know myself. I know myself. And that would be probably the thing. Um, Just... You know, and I wouldn't, I don't know, who knows? There's so many things. It's like, did I find out? Did you, how long? Like, there's so many things that go into that. But I would say for me, that would be my one, like, that would be a big one. That would be a big kahuna um, or like abusive, physical abuse um, situations um, where I'm in danger or my children might be in danger, kind of like addictions and stuff like that. But I'd say there's... I don't know. It's easier said than done. But when it comes to like addiction and all that kind of stuff, I I feel like, you know, for better or for worse, that would suck. That would be really difficult. But mm-hmm. I I can't say that I'd like leave. Um, but again, yeah, you never know. That's kind of my... Yeah. So I'm not saying like that is the answer. That's just my personal answer. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree. You know, for you to leave, there has to be a serious reason. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, I would, I definitely would, uh, you know, up, be, oh, no, not opposed. What's the opposite of opposed? For? I would be, I would yeah, be, for. You know, <laughs> I'd be for staying and trying to work things out. But like Jackie said, you know, if there's um, unfaithfulness in the relationship, I think that's something that I would consider leaving uh, and also, you know, abuse. If there's like really just physical abuse in a relationship, that's something I would consider. But I also think back to our boundaries episode Mm -hmm. where we talk about that. Like I do think there are certain situations like you're talking about where, you know, we know people who have been in relationships where partners have been unfaithful Mm -hmm. and by setting really hard and aggressive boundaries you know they they didn't get divorced but that those boundaries then allowed them to work through those 
feelings and emotions and the hurt. And through that, they were able to then kind of reconcile. If they both wanted to. Too. Right. Like, and there's, you know, there's a lot. And I think knowing yourself too is, yeah. is important to that. But, you know, even, you know, sometimes just divorce or leaving isn't always just the answer. Like there's other things to do. Sometimes it might just be temporary space or something like that. Totally. But. Yeah. Okay. Next question. How do you guys juggle kids with work and everything else? We only have one and are so tired. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Honestly, I literally feel like when you have one, the next three, I, I just, you know, it's a lot. I keep hearing things though. I hear, I did like this poll and it said that going from one to two or zero to one was harder than like going from like two to three or something. Zero to one just wiped people out. And that's understandable. I feel like that was our hardest transition so far. Obviously we only have two and one on the way, so we'll see. Right. But but it's just such a new, new yeah, it shifts everything. Yeah, exactly. But you can answer first if you'd like. Yeah, How do you th- juggle kids with work and everything else? So the way Jackie and I do it, um, we both get to work from home, which is nice. And I think that really helps us kind of find some balance. Yeah. And so we kind of have to split our days. We kind of split it in half, really. So mm-hmm. like nap time, which is just, you know, right after lunch, right around noon, we'll kind of transition from the kids. So I'll take them usually in the morning. Um mm-hmm. You know, Evan gets up pretty early, and uh, so I'll take the kids, kind of hang out with them in the morning. We'll do our morning routine, and then, um, you know, in the afternoon is my work time to focus on work, and then if that's not enough to get the things done, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, we have to work nights, or, you know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of got to find a way to do what you need to do, um, and obviously that situation is unique to us, I know. Yeah, Other people it's definitely both situation. go to work and stuff like that, but um, that's worked well for us. I think when it comes to something I've realized recently, um, and I think we talked about it kind of at the end of 2022, but just as we, you know, set our goals and getting back into trying to eat healthier and exercise and all that, I see the importance as a parent of being healthy. Mm-hmm. Not just for my own sake or just to look good, but for my family. Like to be a leader in my family, I have to be healthy enough to lead them well. And I think, you know, for me that looks like, especially with this season of, you know, Jackie's pregnant. And and that's what made me actually realize is when she was in her first trimester and wasn't feeling well, like I I immediately felt the responsibility and knew that it's on me to now mm-hmm. step up big time with the girls with dinners with breakfast like and he did like laundry literally all day every day for like three months and it when it's just something you kind of gotta like there these are things that have to get done and you just kind of got to find a way to do it and um but then not being in great health or in good shape like i i realized the detriment that that was to me to do what i needed to do in that season Mm. and I think that's kind of really what kick-started my whole like motivation to kind of get back in shape and and because that was even before the new year started so Mm -hmm. 
you know, I would definitely challenge if you're not already like being healthy, not just to look good or, you know, yes, to feel good. And yes, it's, it's nice to look good and be satisfied with your appearance, but also like what other obligations or jobs or hats do you wear in your life that actually are maybe more dependent on you being at your best than maybe you realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have much to add to that. I would just, the, the only thing would just be looking at, you know, balancing it all and all that kind of stuff, looking at life. Like when I'm really just intentional with each moment that I have, like not looking at the day as in like, Oh my gosh, like I have so much to do and I still have to cook dinner and all this kind of stuff. Like kind of, you know, laying out the day and knowing what's ahead of me, but not mm-hmm. like just being able to look at life and take it moment by moment and really appreciate like the minutes that I have with my kids that I get to just be with them and just fully be with them and not think about anything else. I think it helps to like, okay, and when I'm cooking dinner, I'm cooking dinner and they're going to be around me and it's going to be a little loud. Or if I'm doing some work again, they're going to be around me. And, but like, you know, it doesn't necessarily feel like the most organized, you know, perfect day-to-day life. But I think it keeps us grounded and sane and our attitudes positive. It just gives us perspective when we can just be grateful and like shift to, wow, this is a blessing that we get to be with our kids all day, you know, even though it feels like a lot or our schedules might be a little crazy. It's like, wow, what a gift that we, whatever. That's good. Yeah. Being present in the, in the moment and living that way. I also think too, like the concept of sleep and something that we've kind of been relearning in this season is the importance of sleep Mm -hmm. first of all, but then also like our day really starts the night before Mm. And is dependent on, like, what time we go to bed. And I yeah. feel like, especially when it comes to being tired, and I, and it's hard. Like, that's the hard balance of life, I guess, is just you have things to do, but you also need to take care of yourself. And sleep is is arguably mm-hmm. you know, very, very important, if not one of the most important things. But, like, if we don't set a good bedtime getting up the next day or the next day just feels like we're one step behind. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when we do have a, when we, we set our bedtime and we stick to it, those are some of the days that I just, you feel like on it. And at the end of the day, it's like, Oh, that was, that was a good day. Like I Mm -hmm. felt like we were prepared. And that's, that's another great point. Like sometimes I think, um, we under, underestimate the mental preparation that we need in order to be physically prepared. Mm. And so just having a game plan for your day. Yeah. And like kind of knowing, you know, I, I really love time blocking a day that helps me a lot just to say like, okay, you know, between these times we're going to do these things or, and that really just helps me plan to know what I'm going to do. So that when the time comes, like what you're talking about, like living in the present, when I get to the present moment, I can be in it and not think about what do I need to do. And now I'm wasting time and I Mm. feel like I'm, I'm behind. So maybe that's a good point. Time block. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time block and sleep. Yes. Okay. Next question. Do you both have rules on masturbation? Obviously no porn used. 
Yes, we do have rules. Boundaries. Um, yeah, boundaries. Uh, yeah, rules is a... Sounds so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, there's like just boundaries that we have. Yeah. Um, and I would say our boundaries are we don't do it individually. Well, like we... Unless uh, yeah. we tell the other person. So, like... And obviously, if he's downstairs, we'll always give the other person an opportunity, essentially. So, like, instead of just taking matters into our own hands, we'll always either involve the other person or if, like, one of us is out of town. Uh, and I would say it really, that's not even applicable in the sense that, or, it yes, we always involve the other person unless we are out of town or unless we are away from each other. Or oh, unless yes. Like, yes. it's never like we're doing that without the other person if they are there. Yes. So, like... Yeah, and you know. that's not even something we've even talked about. It just, well, I guess we have. Yeah, we have. I, I don't think, think it's really ever happened. Yeah, I think it. it's more so just like a, I don't know. I think it's it can be a dangerous slope when mm -hmm. you're just kind of doing it on your own. Like if he's downstairs and I'm up here by myself or something, like I feel like, I don't know. I don't really know. I just well, it's feels like if we're if we are near each other, you know, in the same proximity, and you have this burning urge, like we will always go to each other to, like the other person really has an obligation and a responsibility to fulfill that desire in mm -hmm. the other. That's mm -hmm. that's how we feel, and so it's like knowing that I then can't take matters into my own hands to meet that desire or that pleasure mm -hmm. un and there unless there's you know like i remember when we were coaching in the af and i was gone all the time mm -hmm. like there would be times then where we would talk about it or you know we would do things find out a way yeah do things from like afar and stuff but it was never like a secretive it was always disclosed and yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we don't do that if we are present or able to be present. And even if that means being patient, like mm -hmm. if someone isn't in the mood or the, the timing's not right, like even though however bad that urge is, like waiting, you know, waiting for the other person. And, and you have to work with each other too. So right. like obviously if it's like a burning desire, I'm not going to be like, no, you know, or right. and if I am, I it's definitely in the back of my mind like, time's running out here because like you gotta <laughs> handle it um so yeah i think that's just something that keeps everything in the light like there's nothing that we do sexually that and that's i, I don't even think that like has to be the case for everybody but that is just what we do and that's what works for us and like we've had you know there's just nothing that we have to like worry about or fear or think about in that area like i would say sexually like we just let each other know or um we're always kind of on the same page and that way it just keeps from like you know i don't know because then also when that desire is met like it's not like it's like that you handled that and then you're done so like if it's been two weeks and i've just handled it on my own then like i've excluded him um, from the opportunity and that is like depleting 
Yeah. yeah, like between us, there was nothing, but like I have myself. So, and I'm sure, like I'm sure if we let ourselves, like it would create a distance between us because we would just deal with it on our own, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like the boundary, but when we're away from each other, we'll do whatever needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Send pictures, get on FaceTime if need be. Yeah, you just make it happen. Good? Yep. Okay. Next question. Let's see. How husbands can lead in finances slash budgeting? Youch. Okay, I would like to go first because yes, I just want to say that... Number one, like this is a great question because I'm sure a lot of, it's just like any other area. I'm like, I'm sure there's a lot of women who are like, um, how can my husband like be better at this and just leave me better? Um, I would say for us, I'm very thankful. Seth naturally does better with finances, money, all that kind of stuff. I would say if like, if your spouse isn't, as like gifted in that area or even passionate, like Seth naturally cares about it, you know? Um, and that's not a good or bad thing. That's just the way that he's wired. So like if he's not, it might be a little, it might take a little bit more or be a little bit more difficult. Um, if your husband is not necessarily like wired to enjoy managing money or, or if he like, like my brother, for instance, my brother's married. He's wonderful. He's the best. My older brother. And he's hilarious. He is a spender. Like, the man likes to spend money. I will never forget. He bought, like, a new pair of shoes every other day for a solid, like, month and a half. And I was like, Jackie, look at these shoes. Jackie, look at these shoes. <laughs> and, like, that's just his personality. He's a spender. And they have the money. But it just like that's his personality he's absolutely i know for a fact he ain't sitting there budgeting and <laughs> look looking at their finances his wife is way more like okay let's reel it in so like that's just a personality there's you know he's absolutely gifted in other areas when it comes to being a husband so just like having the right expectation is important because i could never picture my sister i mean my brother's um wife being like okay you need to like financially lead us and be the leader budget wise and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm sure he'd have a really hard time with that. Just knowing him, knowing his personality. So that's yeah. just a preface. And I also, yeah, don't know. So yeah. go ahead and take it away. Well, no, I think that's absolutely right. You have to have a, you know, there's gotta be a conversation, like a meeting of the minds to sit down and discuss expectations. Mm -hmm. Like if you're asking your husband to step up to lead in finances, what is your expectation of him in doing that? So I would I would probably start there to say, you know, this is how I feel about it and this is what I would like for you to do. You know, obviously we don't know much about your situation. Um, but, you know, I guess from my personal uh, just opinion and where we're at today, I definitely feel the weight of that question because I... I know that I've poorly mismanaged our finances. Um, 
just, I guess, most of our marriages. I'm pretty, a lot of it was my fault, though, and but I'm very aware of that. And I think there, it takes two to it takes two to make it happen. Yeah, and it takes like Jackie has to support me and and understand and respect the budget that we set together mm-hmm. for our finances to be Which successful. Which I didn't do. But I and also not on have purpose. to do the same. Right. I I have to do the same. So both people yeah. have to be on the same page to a large extent really for you to, you know, manage your manage your finances successfully. Um mm. you know, especially if they are tight or, you know, if if money is not an issue then Maybe not as much, but that would be nice. Um, But yeah, so you just got to get to a place where you know what's expected of you. And then, you know, I would just kind of, that's that's really where I would start. As As a husband, as a man, I do feel a responsibility to be a better steward of our things and and our finances. And so I feel that responsibility personally, but, you know, like what Jackie's saying, not not all men are meant to do the budget. Like I no. know a lot of ladies and women who run the budget of the household and that's, that's my mom. Awesome. My, my dad yeah. could not like, <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah. there's no way my mom is incredible at it. She does every bill. Like he, like that works for them. And I could never imagine if she sat down and were like, listen, I need you to like take over that. He couldn't, there's no way. So like, yeah, managing expectation, but also what you said, I think. Like both people have to care. Yeah, about you have to be on board and him leading might be like, all right, he comes up with the budget if that's what you want from him. Like sit, even sitting down and just being like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. How can, like, what would be helpful? And me sitting down with Seth, usually how I can help him is like, just stick to what I say, like just stick to the budget he knows all the numbers. He knows all the income. He knows all that. He's like, I've done this. And I, we've walked through before. It's not like he just is dealing with it and I have no idea what's going on. But like, if I just follow his lead and I'm just sticking to the budget that he's created, you know, maybe you guys split it in half and, you know, you do the bills. He does the rent. I don't know, whatever. Um, and I think too, like what Jackie's saying is leading isn't always meaning you're carrying the brunt of the work. Yeah. So like totally. maybe it is the husband who's leading, uh-huh. but if he's not the one that's doing the finances, cause that's not maybe his gifting or, you know, the, the wife or partner is better, better at that than he is. Maybe his role of leadership is more of like, Kind of the the overseeing check in, mm-hmm. let's rally the troops or helping you. Like, yeah, and and it's really supporting. D- from an act of serving the other person to say like let's you know where are we at with this like mm-hmm. continuing to check in and not just out of sight out of mind like and I think that's where both people again mm-hmm. have to be on the same page and both people have to care even if it's not something you enjoy doing or really mm-hmm. want to care about. Yeah. That's good. Um, okay. Next question. Working through anger and disrespect. You mentioned during Seth's lying saga in episode one. So I'm assuming 
how do you work through anger and disrespect? I would say it's interesting because we both are like handle anger and disrespect in different ways. And my way is absolutely more like loud and passionate and aggressive. And um, I'm a very emotional person and I've struggled with that my entire life, like how to handle self-control essentially. So like I used to be a lot crazier than I am right now um, because I just didn't have self-control. And I would say it's very difficult. Like I, you know, thinking about someone like my dad, who I'm very, very, very similar to, he is in his 60s. And he still struggles to this day with the same things, like with the same emotion and self-control. And that man is in the word. He works on himself daily. He is um, very self-aware. Like he's not just like, like he's put so, so much work into his emotions and how to deal with them and his anger um, and pride and all that kind of stuff. And so I think seeing that it's like, half discouraging, half very encouraging. Um, and even our marriage counselors, like kind of, it was helpful because it's like a couple, um, and they're wonderful, but the wife was like, yeah, that's just, that's something you're probably going to have to like work through your entire life. Like there's some things that are just innately ingrained in you. Like you were created an emotional creature, that's probably going to be for the rest of time, you know, unless something either super traumatizing happened to me or I shifted my personality or miraculously, I don't have to struggle with that anymore. That's just who I am. So I think realizing that and just putting in the work, whether it be like reading books or um, getting into the word or just moment by moment, like it is, and I can tell a difference from when I'm like really, really working on it and being intentional about it or not really. Um, but I would say when I am, it just looks like every situation, every moment that I have an opportunity to like yell or raise my voice or get, hold a grudge or get incredibly like enraged and moody and, whatever disrespectful and hurtful I can say hurtful things that I don't mean um but it's just like this self-protection it's like okay like I'm one of those people that will try to hurt you if you hurt me it's like you know I don't want to and sometimes I don't you know um but like it's a struggle if I'm hurt I it's like okay, great. Now it's time to fight and protect myself. And that's just how I am. So I would say if you're working on it, like putting, putting it to work just genuinely looks like every little situation, learning how to have self-control and like disciplining yourself to hold your tongue. And it takes a lot of wisdom and maturity. Like it's, it's really hard. So when you work on you and those things will naturally improve um but like respecting Seth I feel like it is work you know whether they deserve it or not we're called to respect them um and that can be really difficult so maybe holding my tongue 
when I want to say something or I could feel when I'm nagging. We literally got into an argument right before this because <laughs> I just kept talking and um, just like learning how to be quiet. So it just, yeah, I would say a bunch of little things put together will help a lot. But it's just those each moment being like, okay, I literally want to blow up right now, but like calm down or forgiving and apologizing rather than like being prideful for three days and not talking. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I think the question was you know, directed to you, but I would say with, you know, with anger, sometimes knowing yourself and I think maybe sometimes almost removing yourself from a situation for a moment to regroup and regather yourself to like recenter yourself. I know sometimes that helps me like, especially Mm -hmm. with, with, you know, kids like Kennedy can just push me over the edge sometimes so easily. Yeah. And then like if, if I have to go discipline her or something like that, like I, I never want to carry that into the act of disciplining. Um, but it, and so I th- something that I've found that really helps me is if she does something that needs disciplining, I will send her to the bathroom or wherever for her to go there first. And that even just, yeah. if it's a minute later, the separation, the separation, the pause just for the moment between then and when I show up to the bathroom, like allows me to just kind of like step back and regroup regather my thoughts and so i think for me that's something that helps me Mm -hmm. okay next question does sex or does scheduling sex take out the passion what do you think babe um i i don't think it does i understand the question i understand not convincing (laughs) (laughs) what was that you're like i don't i don't think it does that was not I, let me rephrase that. I do not think <laughs> scheduling sex takes out any passion whatsoever. I do understand that the heart of the question, and I understand why you might yeah. think that. But, and, and I think that it could. So that's, Totally, totally. So that maybe is that. That's why I answered it. <laughs> Wait, do you think it could or it can't? It does. It I can. Don't, I, think it ca- I think it could and it can. Can if, you think of situations with us or are you saying in general? No, I'm saying in general. I don't. I can't think of a situation with bait. us. Okay. But if you aren't intentional with it and you and you see a that pattern. as a... Well, you see the pattern or you see it as an obligation as opposed to like, here's an opportunity for us to go have sex. Here's an opportunity for me to go like enjoy my spouse or love them or Got it. please them and get pleased like... Mm-hmm. Then yes, I could see it being unenjoyable or um, what was it? Lack of passion. Yeah. Was that like the does it does it take the passion out of it? Yeah. yeah. So I I think it it requires work. Like you, if you have it set on the schedule, like you still need to be dating them. You still need to be romancing them. You still need to make like and and this is all efforts that go into making a great relationship. And without them, like. A relationship is going to be mediocre, medi- mediocre, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> mediocre, mediocre at best. Um, just because it takes like a great relationship isn't going to just happen out of 
Yeah. Just because it's happening. Like, it takes intentionality. It takes work. And so I think with scheduling sex, you know, that's a way to um, make it more regular. And I think that act is, the act of intimacy is really important for drawing you and your spouse closer together. Um, But that doesn't mean that you can't show up without having to work at it. Yeah. I thought you were, I literally thought you were talking about us and we're saying like sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. And I was like, um, oh. Um, I can understand why. No, I absolutely can. Yeah. And, um, oh, okay. Children are awake. But I can see like, I, I mean, literally how it looks like for us is just, like, it doesn't even feel scheduled necessarily, like, when we're scheduling it, when we're on it. Like, it literally just looks like, oh, it's on the calendar. We both see it. And we get to just be intentional during that day. And it just happens. So it's still fun. It's still, honestly, honestly, it's better for me personally because, like, I don't know what it is. And maybe I'm crazy. And I would love to hear from some women but I need to be clean like I need to be clean I feel like my ideal would be fresh out of the shower and Seth hates it because he swears he couldn't care less but I'm like I would care if I were a man I would be repulsed so like it helps me because I'm like more in the mood if I've fully prepared you know like if I smell good if I'm clean and So I feel like it almost like the schedule part isn't even in our brains. It's like it's happening. We're having sex tonight. And like I get to prepare for it. We get to flirt with each other. We get to be a little handsy throughout the day. And it's just fun. And in the evening, you're not like, oh, this was scheduled. You're Mm -hmm. just like, this is fun. Here we are. We made it and we know it's happening. So, yeah, I would say... For us, it doesn't, but I can absolutely see how it could if you just let it be, like, mm-hmm. something on your calendar. But it's definitely your mindset towards it. Like, for us, it just is like, oh, today we get to do it, and it's great. Um, So, yeah. yeah. That was a random Yeah, thank you guys for submitting those questions. Yeah. And um, like we said, we'll, we'll probably try to do that more consistently throughout and uh, try to give you guys a better heads up. If you guys have specific questions you would like to ask or even use that as a, a sounding board for some future topics as well. So thank you. Yeah, we could even do like parenting or like, not like advice, but just our take on certain things or mm-hmm. sex or whatever. Like just different questions within different topics could be fun. Mm, um, but yeah, cool. thank you for listening and... We hope you guys have a great week. Yes. And again, I am Seth. And I'm Jackie. And this is Never TMI, and we are signing off. Peace out.